0: In our first reading from the book of Numbers, we hear valuable lesson from the Israelites. What are they doing at this passage? They're complaining as they're traveling. You know, there's always the parovial uh, family trip where, you know, the kids, are we there yet? Or just any kind of journey, maybe even hiking, where, we have to be careful of negativity. Because as soon as one person starts complaining about the difficulty of the journey or the length of the journey, then sure enough, the complaining starts growing contagiously and there's just negativity all around, especially that can just settle in our hearts. And we see that in the Israelites. They're out in the desert with Moses And God has been providing for them, taking care of them. And they keep complaining. They even complain about the heavenly food that God provides for them. The food from heaven, the manna from heaven. What do they call it? They said, we're disgusted with this wretched food, this miserable food. And so the Lord, as punishment, sends them these seraph serpents, these fiery serpents, serpent with these snakes with a, a fiery venom. And it started biting people, many of them died. So they, people relent, they realize they messed up. They go to Moses saying, we have sinned and complaining against the Lord and you, pray the Lord to take the serpents away from us. <clears throat> so Moses was praying and the Lord told him, make a seraph, and mount it on a pole. You know, make a bronze serpent and mount it upon a pole. And whenever anyone who had been bitten by a serpent looked at the bronze serpent, he lived. One of the first sacramentals, Old Testament sacramentals, provided a means, this disposition of repentance, of contrition, sorrow for one's sin. And we see then the punishment becomes the the remedy. The evil caused by our sins becomes the very means of being saved from our sins. And that's a foreshadow of the cross. Why is there the cross in our life because of sin, our sins and the sins of the whole world. And Jesus, in today's Gospel, says, when you lift up the Son of Man, you will realize that I am. That I am who am. I am God. Yet, when we look upon The cross, you know, St. Paul says, it's a scandal, a stumbling block. What do we see then in the cross? Is the cross something we want to complain about? Is it something that just stirs up negativity when the cross comes in our life? Even though the Lord has provided for us, just like he provided for the Israelites in their journey, Well, in our journey in life, the Lord is taking care of us. He is with us, providing for us. He has given us the sacraments. He has given us even better heavenly manna in the Eucharist. And yet, how often do we simply just complain and spread this negativity? The Lord provides the the remedy, though, He, in being lifted up on the cross, he provides the remedy to our sins by being also lifted up from the grave and then being lifted up into heaven at his ascension. He shows us that is the way to glory, first being lifted up on the cross and then being lifted up in heavenly glory. And then there will be no more reason to complain because there is no suffering, no pain, no tears in heaven. But the only way we go there is through the cross and we must recognize first the Lord in the cross. You know, think of the disciples who are there at Calvary. You know, the rest of the apostles, all but John, abandoned the Lord at the cross. They were scandalized. And the disciples, though, imagine them there at the foot of the cross on Calvary. How can this be God? You know, even with the cross veiled now, it's the divinity of God is hidden. And yet we know Jesus is still there in all his glory. And we know the Father is still with him. Just like Jesus, even though, you know, all these, the glory of all these heavenly images are covered, we know the Father is with us. As Jesus says today, He has not left me alone. The one who sent me is with me. In the cross, then, is our remedy. And if we gaze upon the cross, there is a power in that gaze. You know, just like the Israelites would gaze upon the bronze serpent and be healed, even in our gaze, upon Jesus. If that's a gaze of love, a gaze of contrition, sorrow for our sins, that can save us, that can heal us. And this goes also with the Eucharist, for Jesus is truly present in the Eucharist. We must be thankful for our manna from heaven and also take the time to gaze upon the Eucharistic face of the Lord, realize that he is God with us. That gaze upon his Eucharistic face is one that has great power. If we simply take the time to look upon Jesus in the Eucharist, that too is a remedy and a grace of much healing. May the Lord grant us this day the grace to always realize he is with us on the cross and provides us everything we need to be healed.
1: Are you a Marian helper?